Law Offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. It is like taking shape on Twitter where every time an official team account tweets final score, oh yes, that opposing fans just descend on it and take it over, take over the comments. Right. Auburn for, does this for basketball. Auburn does it. Uh, the first time USC loses a game in 2022, and they put out an official graphic um, of a loss, like no, uh, 31-24, Utah 41, USC 31. Oklahoma fans are going to make it the most visited and the most engaged upon tweet in the history of college football. A fact check comes out true. True. Uh, The data supports that claim. We didn't even need a football tweet. (laughs) Women's tennis I know. That's what I was about to say, women's tennis. Now, uh, OU fans did happen to notice that because uh, OU is the one that gave them the spanking. But still, (laughs) the most action uh, OU tennis has gotten a long time, which that's a good thing, right? They had a a big turnout for a crowd there and then some good social media engagement. Let's go. Starting to wonder if 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 it doesn't really matter the sport. We've been talking about what it would look like if OU ever plays SC in football. But I have a feeling that if some reason the USC men's basketball team was playing in Oklahoma City for something, if OU fans would show up there and just boo them relentlessly. Like it started off with Muleshoe and then it went to Caleb Williams. And now I think every, I think everyone just hates the entire USC athletic department, which they were never yeah. liked in the first place, but it's a uh, no one no one really ever cared before about SC men's basketball. Now if you get a chance to troll them, uh, OU fans are taking every single chance to do that. Doesn't matter the sport, it's great. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, they've been pretty good at hoops here recently. So, uh, this year, yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, I, I saw that. I thought it was hilarious. And I, I love how, you know, some of the national pundits are, like, basically, I don't know. It's like it's gone so far to start shaming the Oklahoma fans for doing it. And I'm just like, what are you guys, what are you talking about? This is entertainment, man. Don't blow this thing up to more than it is. I know there's a ton of money riding on it, and I know a lot of people uh, are employed by it across the country, but this is entertainment, man. Don't make it more than it is. Uh, You do something in the entertainment world, the people that are engaged in it are going to let you hear about it. It's how this thing works. Yeah, and the national media members that have such an issue with it, like they're not actual fans, and a lot of times they struggle to relate to the fan. You know what I mean? Because they remove themselves from that. So it's, it's, it's what fans do, man. Look what happened in Austin, Texas this weekend. Tech fans before the year yeah. bought $99 season tickets so they could go to this uh, Tech game in Austin. Then they found some code out there and bought up all those tickets, and it was like 
50% tech fans, 50% UT fans. Like this is this is how we take out our anger. It's okay. It's okay to be a fan yeah. and be upset by how things happen. And don't ever, ever, ever let anyone shame you and tell you what you're doing is wrong. It's entertainment, yes, man. It's entertainment. It's fine. That's right. That's exactly right. And right now, our fan base prides themselves on the troll army, and yeah, great. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here to watch it. Every single tweet, everything that comes out, it's just, I it, the term going viral. It, it it's like a virus that infiltrates every USC social media mention, and it is so funny to watch happen in real time. Even Russia it's right great. now, looking at OU's social media game, is like whoa. Dang! Yeah, look how how we, how we can only hope to infiltrate something as uh, successful right. as this. Dang! Right, that that's right. We uh, we should start giving like uh, OU fans should give some type of I don't know maybe maybe a, a a meeting out in Vegas once a year where they go through it and show everyone the way you troll and an opposing team or a conference or whatever it might be. Yeah, sure. Bi- Biden the Russians and, could learn a thing or two. Biden and Putin are about to have a summit is what it sounds like. Um, I, I'm sure that <laughs> Putin's requested that Biden bring along a uh, couple of random OU football Twitter users. So that's that's what this is really about. They, they want to know how you completely destroy an organization from within. That's what he wants to know. Well, I'm sure that summit's going to be great. <laughs> it's oh, on the man. agreement That's... that Russia does not attack Ukraine, which we've been hearing now for about two weeks. And I don't know. At any second. We're two weeks in of trying to create a war over there. We, we haven't been able to do it yet. Maybe going face-to-face is the last chance to finally spark something over there. Maybe so. Unbelievable. Good stuff, man. Um, we had some stuff happen over the weekend. Oh, by the way, I was going to tell you, I had an idea for you oh for the Diamond Envy podcast. Uh-huh. Jocelyn Allo's now tied, and I don't know if you guys knew this, tied uh, all-time home runs with Lauren Chamberlain. Has huh. a chance to break that record. Yeah, is that your idea? Yeah. You guys should talk about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I obviously you did not listen to the last episode because that was the title of the last episode. Will she break the record in Houston? And I gotta say, uh, a lot of people, and this goes all the way back to last year, have said that uh, I routinely jinx the OU softball team. That uh, I jinxed the OU Georgia game last year, which may be true, and I will own yeah. that. But uh, Yes, but people still say that I jinxed the OU softball team last year when, in fact, they won the national championship. Well, I thought that my jinxing powers were uh, alive and well again this weekend because I feel like the first five minutes of the podcast was about, oh, you know, who, who would really be surprised if she hit six home runs this weekend, you know, saying all that. I got my home run counter going on, and the, and the first game that they played, she didn't even hit a home run. So they're going to the second game. I'm yeah. like, oh, God, really? Did I really jinx this and I'm going to have to hear about it? But, no, she sent one into a storm drain yesterday and tied uh, Lauren Chamberlain. So all good there. The jinxing powers are yep. off. Yep, yep, yep. Pretty awesome. Really cool stuff to watch. And uh, I would like to – I've got a request for a social media post. 
I would like the um, the video of the home run with a T-Row, and we are tied over the top of it. Okay. If I could get that, please. I'll uh, <laughs> see what we can do here. No, they're awesome, though, man. Yeah. Woo, buddy. They they can do it all. I, I don't I don't know if they're better at the plate or if they're better in the circle or Jana Johns is looking like the most unbelievable third baseman right now. This team has it all. And they don't really let up. Yeah. You know, they they played 10 games. They had like a 10 a.m. game yesterday. So, you know, when you're this good and you've started off this well, like teams like this always get the excuse of, oh, come on, man. They played four games in two days, and it was an early 10 a.m. start on Sunday. It doesn't matter who they play, what time the game is, where the game is. They show up and play so far through 10 games pretty close to their absolute best, and it is scary to see what this team's going to accomplish this year. I'll tell you what's funny. Um, the the Troll Army is not just football-oriented and USC-oriented. I don't know how, but a comment showed up on my timeline, and I guess someone had attacked it that I follow maybe or whatever. But it was just some random person saying that Florida State is should probably pass OU as the I number one that. softball team in the country right now. <laughs> and, buddy, Jeez. you want to talk about lighting the fuse, that did it right there. The same troll army showed up in that gentleman's timeline that does in the USC timeline. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that as well. Yeah, the same Florida State. They got beat by OU in the championship series last year. OU returns everyone. They're better in the circle, most likely. It's Give me a break on that. US, or, uh, Florida State yeah. softball fans have turned pretty annoying. You had that, and then remember clown Danny Cannell, what he said last year and how much OU celebrates after home runs? Oh, yeah. I, I, um, Cannell. If, if Florida State wants to continue to throw out shade, I am down to develop a uh, hateful rivalry with the Seminoles in softball. I, I will allow it. I'm are okay you with calling it. it? Are you calling it right now? We're going to have a rematch. Ball versus Sander Cock. <laughs> no, I think it's. Uh, I, I think you're going to see Ball versus Sander Cock in the semis. I think uh, we're on a uh. collision course, buddy. Montana Fouts and uh, OU is going to be in the championship series this year. OU and Bama. Bama, huh? Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good stuff. Well, it was a fun weekend for the softball team. Not a fun weekend for the OU men's hoops team, Tyler. Not a fun weekend Yeah, at you all. called it a must-win, so should they even finish out the year or should they just forfeit the rest of their games now that they lost a must-win? Uh... I say you rest everyone until the conference tournament because you're going to have to win the conference tournament to get in. So rest everyone, come in fresh. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what you do <laughs> because everyone has pretty much shut your offense down with with what we're going with now. Um, I don't know what we're going to do in the tournament or the uh, conference tournament, but. We're in a tough spot, Tyler. Okay, yeah. uh, tough spot. Also, a reminder that last week Teddy did pick OU to win out. Uh, looking pretty tough to do that after uh, Saturday's result, but that's that's neither here nor there. Okay, uh, T Row. Well, can, yeah. Okay, look, I'm picking him to yourself. win out from this point on. Okay. Well, everyone, write that down, please. 
And by win out, I don't mean win out the rest of the schedule, win the conference tournament, and win the NCAA tourney. I just mean win out with the schedule, okay? Oh, you will That's win it. in Lubbock tomorrow, 7 o'clock ESPN+. Plus. You heard it here first. T-Row is uh, Hey, continuing. if they win at Kansas State the last game of the, the schedule, I, that would be considered winning out at that point, you know? Yeah. Like just keep picking it? Yeah. That's my theory. Yeah. Um, if you're only doing it to the regular season, I, I guess that'll happen, but... God, at this point, I'm I'm just hoping they can win there. Comments about the attendance continue to be made on the broadcast by T. Row. He threw out a couple. Oh, really? Threw out a couples on, on uh, Saturday, saying that this is what a this is what a uh, energized crowd looks like. OU fans. Paraphrasing a little bit, but that was kind of the message there. Challenging the fan base. Do you think they show up for the? Uh, Bedlam matchup on the 26th? I looked on StubHub uh, yesterday to try to find some tickets, and the cheapest I found were like $18, so I was like, dang, it's going to be 60% okay. full on Saturday. How about that? 60% full. Um, I'm starting to think I don't have anything going on Saturday, I don't think. Don't Maybe even entertain. take the boy up to the Bedlam yeah, game. There's no, no? no, you won't. Uh, that's... You should, but you you won't. Well, I, we all know how this works by now. All talk. The problem is he doesn't want to go. He, if I, if I, when I ask him if he wants to go to stuff like that, he says, no. Just make him. I don't want to go. Make him. So yeah. that's, Drag him that, in there, kicking and screaming. You sit down and watch every second. That's who Toby's talking to when he's um, kind of lecturing the fan base right now. He's talking to Edward Lehman on people that don't want to yeah. go. Yeah. Which, whenever I, the last time I asked him if he wanted to go to the game, he told me, he said, they're good defensively. They just, they're not consistent from the three point line. So that's why he didn't want to go watch it. <laughs> Expert it analysis like his dad. Yeah, if they just hit threes, <laughs> they'll be all right. Great. <laughs> Uh, all right, quick opening timeout. Hanging out at Chapel Supply and Equipment today, 405 495 1722. Spring's coming. It's getting close. Make sure you get your equipment ready for all your big spring cleaning. Uh, bring the pressure washer that you've got in right now for a tune-up and let them check everything out up here at Chapel Supply and Equipment. Plus, if you're in the market for a new one, they've got a huge selection here. Um, they've got the heated ones. They've got the um, the 4,000 PSI gas pressure washers, only twelve ninety five. There's tons of great deals and uh, they've also got generators here. We've got a winter storm heading in. If you want to pick up a generator, stop in. 405-495-1722-6509 West Reno. We'll be back. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers. Check out your local dealers for great purchase and lease deals on the full line of Buicks and GMC trucks. A call. Don't just win a heart, win a big jackpot at Riverwind. Maybe cuddle up for a game of poker. Or fall in love with that beautiful blackjack. There's 80 grand to be won in our river of romance. And you'll love five times entries on Mondays and Tuesdays. Only at the one. 
It's basketball time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you fans. We'll see you when you get there. Weather can take a toll on your fence. The name to know is Oklahoma's premier fence company, Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos specializes in residential and commercial fencing in the OKC metro area. From chain link to vinyl fence, wood fence to railings, and specialty fences, Van Hoos does it all, and more importantly, they do it right the first time. Call Van Hoos Fence right now, 405-735-1167, or visit vhfence.com. Van Hoos Fence. Their perfection is your protection. Moore Norman Technology Center is a leader in workforce development for Oklahoma. High school students involved in technical education show strong graduation rates and are ready for employment in industry, for college, or both. Each year, over 90% of MNTC graduates work in their chosen fields and quickly begin contributing to Oklahoma's tax base. Your MNTC investment continually generates solid returns for your community and for the state. Call 405-801-5000 to learn more about Moore Norman Technology Center elevating our economy. Caring for an aged loved one can be challenging. Let us help your family. At Arbor House Assisted Living and Memory Care in Norman, we offer a safe and loving environment with a full-time licensed nurse, medication assistance, emergency call system, along with housekeeping and laundry services. Come tour our beautiful community. Call 405-292-9200 or visit us online at arborhouseliving.com. We want to help your family so you can be part of ours. Auto Image USA, Central Oklahoma, and Norman's home for the best in car, boat, and RV detailing. Let Mike Miller and his gang help you out with one of their many services, plus rolling lock truck covers, window tinting, custom wheels and rims, detailing, and paint correction. Auto Image USA also carries the best brands in audio, such as Kicker, Wet Sound, Pioneer, and Sony. Call Auto Image USA at 405-321-4444 or go by and see one of their experts at 2701 Northwest 36th Avenue in Norman between Rock Creek and Tecumseh. Hi, this is Tony Walden from Walden Cleaners. At Walden Cleaners, we know laundry and dry cleaning, but there are times when we need help with projects around Walden's. That's when I turn to our trusted partners, Cavens Maintenance. We have trusted Gary and his staff to come in and help with drywall repair, painting, plumbing, snow removal, and that's not all. We trust Cavens Maintenance and staff, and you should too. So if you're in need, do what we do at Walden's. Let the professionals at Cavens go to work for you. 405-573-3048. Life has a way of taking us places we'd never expect. But there are things you should expect, like exceptional service and a name you can trust. For more than 60 years, Oklahomans have trusted Bob Moore Auto Group to keep life running smoothly. So whether you're headed to Little League practice or the big game, we'll help you get where you're going. Visit us at Bob Moore Cadillac of Norman, Bob Moore Ford, or Bob Moore Nissan of Norman, all conveniently located on I-35 and online at bobmoore.com. Bob Moore, experience exceptional. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. Hit us up on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 651-3439. Uh, I'll get to that now. It's not just USC. I hate the whole state of California. That's from someone <laughs> in the 405. <laughs> well said. 
pretty common, pretty common theme around these parts, I think. Russia and the Ukraine. You don't know how close we really are. That's a shot at mule shoot there. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like that's been the thing. Uh, we've been told for two or three weeks now how close they are to a uh, war over there. Just trying to, <laughs> just trying to push them over the edge to go ahead and launch that first uh, missile. Do you think? Um, <sighs> We're close now, I tell you. Well, any second now, it's going to pop off. I don't, I don't want to bring up an old audio clip of Bill Beatonbow, but do you think Ukraine right now is saying, oh, I'm good with where, with where these guys are at. I'm good. Oh, my gosh. Don't do it, Tyler. I'm not. On, I'm, not, I'm better than that. Mojo. I have grown, okay? I've really grown in the past few months. If Oklahoma oh, wants people to show up for their men's basketball game, stop dropping off 19 and 15 seasons. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to have well, to hustle to get to that this year. So. Yeah. But I hear Got to win. Got to win. I, I am interested from the text line um, because the Juwan Howard story is the biggest thing in sports yesterday and maybe even today. Which two coaches, not just basketball but in any sport, would you most like to see getting an altercation during a handshake line? And initially, I was going to say Coach O, but I feel like there's a 98% chance that he would take his shirt off if he was in any sort of altercation. If if Coach O and Mike Gundy got into a fight, who would take their shirt off first? Well, I actually think it would be Coach O, because I, look, I think he looks for any reason to take his shirt off, you know? Uh, yeah. Whether he's running around Baton Rouge trying to trying to pick up women at a gas station, uh, really anything. Gundy at least only does it when he's trying to get the crowd riled up. I I feel like Coach O has a shirt on twenty percent of the time during his life. The rest of the eighty percent, he's he's shirtless. I would like to see. I'd like to see Mike Leach. Oh God! Fight Tom Herman. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, that would be a slap fight for sure. I, please God, don't let Mike Leach take his shirt off. That would be awful. But 100% of the action, 100% everyone would root for Mike Leach over Tom Herman. Oh, sure. Even Texas fans. I think Juwan Howard's open hand face push would have knocked out Tom Herman. I think he would have gone down to the ground. Oh, I think so too. Like a sack of rocks, just like caved. That whole that situation was weird. You know the craziest thing about the 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 you know the post game handshake line dust up. The craziest thing about the whole situation has been the reaction to it. Mm-hmm. That's the craziest thing about it. There's like there's no happy medium. It's either. Totally not Jawan Howard's fault, and oh my gosh, that coach deserved it by how aggressive he came at Jawan Howard. And man, you guys are are so wrong for saying that he did anything wrong. Yeah, here. that's I mean, the crap on. take of the two right there. Just in case yeah. you're wondering, it's like, wait a second, are we talking about the same thing? Did we all watch the same video? And you know, the other half is fire him, throw him in jail. Uh, never should be able to play, uh, coach basketball again. Come on. It was a face face push. They got whipped. He was mad. Nobody's hurt. Who cares? Suspend him for a game and find him a, 
uh, ten grand or whatever they got to do. I don't know what it is, but it's the biggest non-issue I've ever seen erupt into something so huge. He kept an open hand. That's always smart, Teddy. Always keep the open hand. Um, Very I, smart. I, I look at it as comical and, and really kind of sad. Because, man, coaches are such babies, man. And we see it at the post-game press conferences or just different press conferences all the time. You're really going to get that mad because of a late timeout. You know, it's just, don't run up the score on me. Don't press late on me. Like, dude, get better. He's like, got, su- he's got subs in, too. What a baby to just sit there and be mad and upset about that because your pride is hurt. Like, dude, that's... I, I don't know. It's just an indictment on just how like soft some of these coaches are right now with their feelings. Oh yeah, right. No, I I totally agree. I if if you are if you're full court pressuring someone, I, what do you want them to do? Just throw you the basketball, and and they are they're running it up if they don't turn it over. It's so stupid. I don't. I mean, I I don't understand. Why? Why there's so many people that are like falling over backwards to defend Juwan Howard? You don't need to defend that man. What he did was stupid, totally stupid. That doesn't mean that he should be fired or never be able to coach again. But don't say that it wasn't stupid and that he didn't cause the entire thing. He caused the entire thing. Yeah, no, he 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 did, and I don't think he should be fired for it either. But this kind of sets the wheels. In. He won't be fired because of this, but you know how it works. This will be factored in when they fire him in a year's time. You know? Like, this was kind of well, strike yeah. one and strike two. Like, Well, th- didn't he already do something last year at, like, the Big Ten tournament or something? I, dude, I, who knows, man. But <laughs> I, I saw that floating around, but I don't know if it's true or not. It, yeah, it, I was I – was, I don't know. I don't know what the term is, but – what I saw in the comment sections of, of people bending over backwards to defend him was very, very strange. I don't understand. I don't understand how that happens. And I also don't understand people that get that upset about. I know we don't. It looks bad. It looks bad there in front of the fans that are there. It looks bad on television. It's going to re- be replayed everywhere. But let's not act like this is the first thing that's ever happened, and now all of a sudden youth sports are going to totally just fall apart, all right? Worry about yourself fighting uh, an umpire at a 12-year-old baseball game, okay? I think that is way more egregious than anything that we just witnessed. So Uh, just calm down the rhetoric. He called time – this text line. He called timeout on Indiana two weeks ago up 18 with 55 seconds to play. So he's not able to gripe about the timeout while he was pressing against the backups. Yeah, exactly. No, that's true. And I I don't care if he's never called timeout whenever he's up by that much in his entire career. And it's something that he doesn't do. It doesn't matter. It's not your business, right? And if you're going to press and the guy's got backups, and it's one thing if he's still got starters out there, you know, trying to trying to run it up. Right. And I don't know. It's it's just the whole thing is just so overblown. If Muleshoe and Brian Kelly got in a fight, which one runs from the challenge first? Uh, dude, Muleshoe ain't about that life. All right. He'll try to talk it through, you know, but uh, Brian Kelly has had some rage issues in the past. 
I don't think Brian Kelly would back down. Uh, I don't know. Brian Kelly probably only gets mad at college kids. You know, <laughs> grown men, not so much. Yeah, uh, someone that he doesn't kind of try and hold his authority over. I don't know how he would do. BV and Lincoln Riley, that's on there. Two coaches you would want to see in an altercation and a handshake line. If uh, boxing wants to make a major comeback in this country, just have those two guys in the ring on a Friday pay-per-view? night. Pay-per-view? Yeah, I, I'd pay for it. Thirty nine ninety nine. let's go. Thirty nine ninety nine. pay-per-view. Um, winner gets to collect everything and uh, sign a, a five-star to an NIL deal, right? Is that how that works? Something like that? Probably. That's funny. I Yeah, I'd like to see – I would like to see 240-pound college linebacker BV. Like he's he's so like in shape and thin. I don't even know. He probably weighs like 175, 180 pounds. Maybe not. The, he may be heavier than that, but he's lost some. <laughs> Good thing it was only a late timeout, not a late field goal. How about any other coach versus mule shoot? Yeah, that's true. Uh, we had an issue of our own, like uh, coming out and complaining because how dare Baylor kick that late field goal at the end of the fourth quarter? God, I'm so yeah. glad that's gone. That was so embarrassing. Jeez. That's, yeah, a, that's the was... most fight that they put up all day is that after that late field goal. Right. No, that's there's there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. Now, I will admit that I thought it was incredibly strange, like what was going on after they stormed the field and everything. But after I understood the context of why he was doing it, it still seems like very far fetched that that would be something that he would do. But I, I guess it, you at least understand it a little bit, right? Yeah, maybe that you was know, all. A, the, maybe that was all a ploy by Muleshoe to act that mad and make that a storyline after the game instead of the fact that you couldn't block them and you got destroyed up front on both offensive lines you know I could see him pulling yeah. something like that off hmm You're, are you ever when are you gonna slow down on the uh Lincoln Riley bashing is it gonna continue for yeah I don't, I don't know yeah. why why it would stop uh you just told me earlier that it's not a big deal this is entertainment so it why, is. Why would I? Why would I slow down? It is. You can't take a ten million dollar a year job and expect everyone to, you know, like and and respect everything that you do. It's entertainment. Same thing to Chris Beard. You know, last week, whenever he charged up the guy, whenever that was, right? I'll, about I'll, I'll being make a you a deal. How about this? I'll stop hating on him when you stop making fun of the Abby Broyles situation. Which, speaking of. I, I saw a uh, tweet this weekend, which I don't uh-huh. know if I sent it to you. You probably saw it anyway. There's a fake Frontier City account out there. And the fake <laughs> the fake Frontier City account tweeted out, if Abby Broyles wants to get drunk and yell at teens, we open March 12th. And I have not stopped that laughing since then. <laughs> is That was the funniest thing. And I noticed right away that it wasn't real. But I was like... That is amazing social media uh, oh, content gosh. right there. That's 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 getting close to Wendy's uh, level right there. 
That's that was pretty good. Even though it's a fake account, it kind of makes me want to go to Frontier City sometime this summer, doesn't it? You? I mean, come on. <laughs> so honestly, I kind of after the show Friday, I I checked out on that whole story. What? What? Where? What did we find out in her interview? Did she? Because I know, like before. <laughs> Within the time of our show yesterday, she had said that that was not her, absolutely a lie. She was out of town, and then that quickly changed to, okay, yes, I was there. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't happen. but then she said, but I never said that I wasn't there. I said this, and she blamed it on the mixing of some new medicine and alcohol. So she... Um, and then the lie that she told about, well, I really said this, the news contacted that reporter, and she did, in fact, say that she wasn't there, so it's, it's a bad look all the way around. But yeah. all that to say the Frontier City tweet was awesome. Hey. Fantastic. We, we've all done that, right? Come on. Uh, yeah, I don't I, – I mean, I think that that all happened in our <laughs> 20s, not at this stage in our lives, but uh, to each their own, I guess. Oh, wow. Uh, amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. So – is she going to ride it out? The campaign marches forward. I think so. I I think uh, <laughs> I think she's going to continue to try and fight the good fight out there. Which I say, good luck. Good luck getting uh, donations I, at this point. I, I guess if I took a look at her Twitter account, it would probably say something like, "Russia is set to invade Ukraine at any second. It's going to happen right now." Actually, she, I, I think she's in an okay spot. Like everyone thinks she's in a terrible spot. All she has to do is tweet out, "Lincoln Riley sucks," and then everyone will be like, "Yeah, she's awesome. Let's go." It's it's it, dude. It's I could win something around here. All right. All I gotta I mean, do is say she, he sucks. She was picking on twelve-year-olds, calling them names, puking on their shoes, but she is right about Lincoln. That's funny. <laughs> exactly. I would run on that. I think you could win on that. I really do. Is it kind of like uh, in Billy Madison? What does he say whenever Nib High? Nib High football rules is what yeah. he yells. Yeah. <laughs> That's really all you got to do. That's it right there. Beautiful. All right. Quick timeout. Hour number one rolls on. Hit us on the text line. Uh, I'm hanging out here at Chapel Supply and Equipment, 6509 West Reno, 405-495-1722. They've got the 3100 PSI gas pressure washer here, 525. The 4000 PSI is 1295. Don't forget, the last winter storm looks like it's going to roll through here. Could be ice. Uh, Folks could lose power. It's super hard to find generators after you need them when everyone needs them. They've got them here right now. I've got a couple sitting right next to me. Come up, Chapel Supply and Equipment, check out what they've got. We'll be back. Citra Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number one of the rush on this Monday in full offseason fashion. We have our first uh, best quarterbacks in the SEC ranking by 24-7 sports. And the only reason that I bring this up is because there was a, a couple of interesting things on here. First off, national championship quarterback um, Stetson Bennett 
is at number yeah. six on the list of best returning quarterbacks in the not in college football in the SEC next year. He's the sixth best returning quarterback in his own conference, yet he's won a natty. <sighs> Uh, that's a slap in the face. He is, I I think they make him out to be, because of how good his defense is, they make him out to be worse than what he actually is. Now, I'm not here to say that he should be a preseason Heisman Trophy candidate. It's not what I'm saying at all. But I feel like he's getting a little bit of the A.J. McCarron situation who was way better than he ever got credit for was just labeled a game manager i don't know am i off on that no not at all he's never going to get the full credit that he actually deserves and like you're saying he doesn't deserve to be labeled as you know the best quarterback returning in college football but he's better than the sixth best returning quarterback um spencer rattler is at number five on this list ranked higher than he is, Will Rogers at Mississippi State, Hendon Hooker at Tennessee, K.J. Jefferson at Arkansas. I'm sorry, man, but there's a few names on here. Maybe all the names that I just mentioned. I, I'm not just so sure that any of those guys go to Georgia and win an Addy last year. Yeah. Well, Stetson Bennett it, last year threw for just under 65% completion, 29 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. Those are good numbers. He adds, uh, he's an elusive guy. He can run around a little bit. He's not going to kill you in the running game, but uh, does have a couple rushing touchdowns. Um, But you got to understand that teams that are as good as Georgia was defensively, they don't put the, they don't have their quarterback risk anything. Yep, right. That's right. It's throw it away. Throw the ball away. Do not force it in. We do not need you to force it in. Do not take a sack. Throw the ball away. We'll punt it. We'll rely on our defense. So he's playing a totally different style of football as some of the other stat stuffers. Now, that's not to say that, you know, he could go to some of those schools and and put up the same type of numbers. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you got to factor in the way that they ask him to play. Spencer Rattler getting a whole lot of respect, though, being the number 5 quarterback going into the SEC next year. There's a little small blurb about it, and I guess that there's a concern that South Carolina, they don't necessarily have an offense, or at least with their current OC, they haven't had an offense that'll just throw it around and take some crazy chances. And there's a little bit of a fear that Spencer Rattler isn't going to consistently play within the confines of the offense. He's going to have too much of an accelerator and take too many chances down the field, whereas South Carolina wants to play it closer to the vest. If I'm South Carolina, though, I I want to try and open it up next year with probably the most talented quarterback that maybe I've ever had. Right. Um, What do you think about... Max Johnson, number seven at Texas A&M. Overrated. Really? Uh, not an overrated name, awesome name. We've talked about that. But I, um, since since Brent Venables uses the term, I'll use it as well. I think he's a jag. I think he's just a guy. Hmm, how about that? 
number one, no surprise, is Bryce Young at Bama. Uh, he will not win a Heisman. He will not go back-to-back. K.J. Jefferson, number two at Arkansas, is – I don't – that seems way too high for I agree. me. Agree, totally agree. Uh, I guess you have to start figuring out who you're going to put ahead of him. But Hendon Hooker's numbers at Tennessee were way better. I'll have to look them up to see exactly what they were. But he was like number one or number two in in rating last year. He was awesome. Thirty six touchdowns, thirty five hundred yards. Uh, didn't throw many uh, interceptions. He had a great year. Yeah, I. Uh, this makes me even more optimistic about going to the SEC, though. And maybe this is just a down year in terms of quarterbacks, top to bottom. I don't. Tough to say mm-hmm. down year quarterback wise when you've got a returning Heisman Trophy winner. But if this is what the landscape of quarterbacks is going to look like in the SEC, um, consistently when OU goes, we've talked at nauseum about you got to have this and this and this to win a championship. You still have to have an elite quarterback. I'll feel good about OU's chances year in and year out to have one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC if this is what the list is going to look like most years. I'm trying to think, when's the last time the Southeastern Conference had two super highly rated quarterbacks? Would it have been 19 with Tua and Joe Burrow? Yeah. And Burrow? Right. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a conference that often has a bunch of guys that are that are up there at the top. Like it, it feels like the quarterback position lags every other position in that conference, right? Yeah, Bama's Bama's always going to have a guy, but Georgia is you know the second or third best program right now, and they've kind of gotten to this point without having a elite quarterback, you know. And maybe that's about to change, but. I don't. I don't really feel like they're going to change all that much offensively. I think it's kind of a year year in year out thing, right? Last year, Ole Miss had a really good quarterback, but the year before that, Florida had a really good quarterback. So there's not one school outside of Alabama that I feel like consistently has really good quarterback play year in and year out. It's hit or miss with most of these schools. Yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing. Did you see the? Uh... Did you see the stats from this uh, Bailey Zapp kid from Western Kentucky last year? No, I did not. He was number one in passing. Bryce Young was number two, uh, and he played in more games. He threw for 4,800 yards. Bryce Young did. The kid from Western Kentucky threw for 5,900. Jeez. He, he was 33 yards away from throwing for 6,000 yards. God. And... So number three, Will Rogers from Mississippi State, they had the same amount of attempts. Uh, there was three, a, a difference of three, and the the kid from Western Kentucky threw for twelve hundred more yards. Than him That's on the same amount man. of attempts. Wow, sixty-two touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Jeez, <laughs> I you know That's what? Crazy. And I'm not even. I'm not even like 5,900 yards. That's really impressive. 62 touchdowns, but throwing it that many times and only having 11 picks—that might be the most impressive part about that. I know it. Yeah, it's that's it's really impressive. So yeah, I I'm with you though that Oklahoma, as long as they are able to keep the trend that they've had for the last 20 years going, uh, we should be one of the teams that 
routinely has an edge at the quarterback position, in the, even in the SEC. And my, like, whenever, they just mix that in with a whole lot better de- – like, way more production up front on the defensive line, better backers, just a better defense overall. They are – hey, man – uh, say what you want. We'll see if they get it done. But they're at least constructing this team and this roster what a national championship team has looked like recently. Yep, they're going about yep. it that way. All right. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hanging out, Chapel Supply and Equipment. Stop in before the winter storm gets here. They do have generators here. They have two thousand watt all the way up to fifteen thousand watt generators and inverters. They're in stock, so come up here. Everyone tries once the storm hits. And you can't find them anywhere. So stop in. You check them out online, www.chapelsupply.com. Give them a call, 405-495-1722. Or just stop in to 6509 West Reno. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you hour number one of the rush. To the Air Cover Solutions text line we go. How about this one? Belittling and shaming people who pay to attend games by people who don't. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. Hmm. Who's that in reference to? Um, The people that are shaming OU fans right now for not going to the games, I would imagine. Well, I thought that – read that again. Belittling and shaming people who pay to attend games by people who don't. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. Oh. Uh, mm. That's – I guess that's saying that um, if you're there for free, you can't say anything. Right. Yeah. Mm. I get that. I, I, I can understand that point for sure. They, they, well, they, need, they do need better attendance at basketball games. There's No one's going to disagree with that, but okay. That, I, I hear the point, and the point's valid. But, I mean, how much are uh, tickets for the next home game, did you say? I, I, you could probably like find them for – No, nah, you could probably get it cheaper than that. I'm going to right. guess that you probably can. We're not talking about a $150 a person ticket here. Like the the price of admission to go to OU basketball game is not the it's determining not the factor. Sure. Right. That that's that's not the hurdle here. So Which is more likely, Teddy attends Bedlam basketball game or Teddy goes to Frontier City? Neither. Neither of them are in Goldsby. So he's not going to either one. We went to Frontier City for Halloween was that two years ago Fright Fest and it was yeah my wife that was her decision she wanted to do that disaster I'll never have to go (laughs) through it again so that was a good thing I got it out of the way all right quick timeout hour number two of the rush coming up next here from Chapel Supply and Equipment